0: We'll <laughs> be Alexander Steen he surveys the situation survey says go behind the net that's what he does now back for Petrangelo for Bo and a drive they score! I think Steen tipped it in and the Blues take a 3-1 lead Alexander Steen started this One, one hand on the stick using his shoulder for a little reverse hit keeping the puck down low once he got the puck down low he did what the Blues have done so well for the last few years. Welcome to the Blues Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Martin. Uh, once again, back here with Chris. What it do. So we're here on the 22nd of November. Uh, we just got done with a long day for me.
1: <laughs> a very long day for you.
0: Yeah, a five-year-old birthday party with a bunch of five-year-old princesses running around all day. All day, I mean, whopping hour and a half, two hours.
1: Seems a lot longer in 5 year We're recording old at old
0: seven, like a little after seven o'clock now. It feels like it's midnight right now. I'm I so tired. You don't just even know.
1: Knowing knowing your family, at what time this morning did you guys get up and start setting up the house?
0: I got up at six because I just like normally it's just my wake up right. time. And I got up and fed the dogs, did that stuff, came after bed, and then Macy's already making noise. Oh, so of course. She's like, it's party day, and then she's like, can I put my dress on now? I'm like, it's seven o five. No, and I heard, can I put my dress on? And, and we decorated and cleaned a little bit more of the house from about eight o'clock till 12 and then i took a quick shower went and got the pizza then came back to kids yelling and screaming
1: oh i uh, i heard your wife saying that at one point uh your daughter was sitting in front of the door just waiting on friends and it was like 10 a.m yeah it's it was she uh, was like honey it's gonna be four hours Chill out. Is that a long time? Yes, yes. Go go watch TV.
0: <laughs> I don't. I was. I was like, you just need to go watch TV because she was literally running around the whole house. It's like, oh my god, oh my god,
1: oh my god. It's party day. It's and party like, day. I get it's party day.
0: It. I get it. So anyway, she had fun. A lot of stuff. So we're good to go. Princess Frozen ruled the day. Princess Frozen for the day. So <laughs> ridiculous amount of frozen stuff. So we're here uh, going over a not so good week, but finishing on a high note today. Finished strong. In between cutting and Disney Princess games. I kind of caught part of the game. There was
1: indeed a hockey game. I
0: literally caught, I think I watched a total of 20 minutes of the game. And you saw every blue And I score. saw every time, every time I watched the blue <laughs> score. so I was, it worked that's out. How I was trying
1: to get you to sit I was like, Jason, come sit
0: down. I was like, I can't. I got too much to do. So, let's we'll start all back earlier this week where it wasn't as good. The blues, after finishing up an impressive 4-1 yeah. um, ten winning 10 of the last 11, go on yeah. the road, where they've been pretty decent. So, Going to Boston, who has been hurting, basically, guys dropping like flies. Almost as bad as Columbus. Yeah. Um, We've won our last six
1: in Boston, I believe?
0: Yes. They're dating back to, I think it was 2007 or something Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. What's
1: weird is, and I remember I was listening to uh, Kerber during the pregame, and he said it was funny to look at the uh, the team sheets, the day sheets for the game cuz the headline for St. Louis was St. Louis has won their last six games in uh in Boston. And the Boston sheet was Boston has taken points in six of the last meetings in Boston. Yeah. So it shows you how tight the series is even though the Blues have been undefeated, most of those games have gone to at least overtime shootout. if not a shootout.
0: Yeah. So um the they oh, made a lot the last six. Or, or was that no it wasn't it was a shootout because they did come back in 2009 where Bacchus scored the like goal with like under a zero. second. That was, like, yeah. was a Martin Luther King day. I yep. remember that because I was, had to go into work where I worked at my old job. And I remember my phone just like. Uh, Boston came back to that third period and took the lead. Yep. And I was just like so pissed. And then I kind of was doing stuff. And then I saw like, Bacchus, end the period. And I was just like, what? And then, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, no, so back then I had a really old phone. So yeah. I was like, I think I had a Nokia something, one of those little
1: Nokia phones. It was oh,
0: uh-huh. uh, so awful.
1: That was the year that I bought NHL Network. Yeah. Or I uh, bought NHL Center Ice because they kept telling you all season long, you know there's going to be games that are only going to be available on Center Ice. I'm like, well, man, i, I got to have this. Yeah. What they didn't tell you was that every game that wasn't going to be on Fox Sports was during a, preview, a free preview period so you for Center Ice. So I money. shell out the money for Center Ice and every game. And that was a game that was only on Center Ice. Yeah. Um, so it was during the day. Yeah, and, it was a matinee game. Yeah. But uh, it was over a free preview weekend. Yeah, so... That- that was
0: what happened previously. So the Blues uh, started to playing okay, but Ian Cole decided to play like Ian Cole. Yep, and uh, basically going around the back of the net does a reverse play off the boards. Um, people were saying Elliot was kind of his fault too. Uh, maybe
1: I don't know how you put that on. I, that. I would
0: say you just don't blind pass it either. Yeah, I, I know there's a, there in the corner is where uh, Jackman was at. Right, that's what he he's going for. But I guess he had a too sharp of an angle. Stop basically him. the basically the puck went off the boards right out front to uh, Patrice Bergeron who buries it in the net it. yeah and uh Elliot is out of position and just no chance one nothing yeah. early for the uh Boston Bruins If
1: you're going to if you're going to say that Elliot's to blame on that I mean I think you're at most looking at an 80 20 split on the blame like I put the majority of that on Ian Cole yeah. just a bad play
0: yeah and as at the 5:45 mark Bergeron unassisted so yep. one nothing early Um, as much as the Blues like had a lot of shots, especially as the game went on, I felt like there was never a time that. Oh, I agree. There's maybe two or three times, and sad enough, like positive but also sad enough that it's just the STL line that was the only one really getting any pressure.
1: Yeah, this it it seemed like a very tired Blues team. You would almost have thought that this was the second day of a back to back because they just looked slow. It was bad, and like the passes weren't crisp. They just, everything seemed off.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, the Blues had a couple power plays after this. I mean, they won early on, they won later, and then there was just nothing going. Yeah. and I mean, honestly, this whole game, like, it was I was just put to sleep. Like, it was very kind of a boring game. Like, yep. the next period comes along, and Blues get some pressure, but unfortunately, they are stuck in their own end, and mm-hmm. the puck is cycled around, and Tori Krug puts a shot into the net, off basically the hip of... Ian Cole. So Ian yes. Cole with two assists this game. At the eleven thirty one mark, Toy Krug is third of the year from Matt Bartowski and Louis Erickson. So two nothing Boston. Uh there's really not much to talk about. The Blues had like thirty three shots. Tuka Rask. You would have never up. guessed it. The Blues are up to and he was up to task on all of them. The Blues honestly out thirty three shots, I would say four or five were threatening. The rest are on the outside. Totally agree. And Rask was up to task and
1: those uh, those stats,
0: easy, I, I would say, it was a borderline easy shutout for 30 yeah,
1: 30. totally. Those stats are so misleading because you look at the box score, and you are like, wow, three three shots. All right, we got a, a decent amount of rubber on Rask, but I mean, really, you didn't. And like you said, none of those shots at any point did. I think, wow, man, Rask really made a good. Sta- I think save. there was, there was a couple where I think I, he Bo was good. had one where he was yeah. like
0: point almost point blank and Rask made a good save off the glove. I um, mean, no to that one. Tarasenko had it once again, another good shot. And I thought it was, mm, it, I mean, it was a, a, I mean, a good save. Good right. save, but also at the same time, like, I didn't think it was a, that threatening compared sure. to other times. So the Blues go to Montreal where they've had success, especially with, like, Mar- Yaroslav Lock is always up for this game back in the day. Oh, sure. Back in the day, I mean, last year, or even the last couple of years. And we always seem to do really well in this yeah. game. So two of the top teams in the league, Montreal Canadiens, leading the way going to this game with uh, 29 points in NHL. The Blues only four behind. So this is kind of a game looked at by a lot of people. It was the game of the week matchup going on NH- sure. on ESPN this week. So I was kind of uh, happy to see that. Unfortunately, the Blues did were not show up. Not showing up, really. Um, so in this game, Jake Allen is in.
1: Yep, and yeah. his whole family is there. His whole
0: family is there. He grew up and played hockey for the junior Canadians, so yeah. kind of like how the Blues had the junior Blues yep. type. He basically played for that, which is a big deal, and he, he played not too far from this arena, only like a couple miles down the road is where mm-hmm. he played these games. So
1: I I believe if I heard correctly this was the first time that uh, old Nana Allen has gotten to see her grandson play hockey. NHL hockey, yeah. Got it. So, I mean, I think she's seen him in the past. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have clarified yeah. NHL hockey.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <So>, anyway. So, <laughs> then the Blues actually started out pretty well. Uh, another, I would say, my opinion, I would say a borderline highlight real goal by yeah. Tarasenko again.
1: Dude, the guy, I mean, he's good.
0: Yeah. Um, so, 745 mark, Vladimir Tarasenko with his 11th of the year from, who else? Yuri Letera and yeah. Gene Schwartz.
1: 1-0 so Blues.
0: Um, really kind of a really crazy play. Basically, the, Yori Letary the gets the puck in the corner, throws it to the front, It's deflected off a Canadian stick, and kind of in the air, the hair second takes one whack at it, and it's still fluttering, takes a second whack at it, and it just kind of slowly flutters by yeah. Carey Price, which he was just playing the puck, like trying sure. to, you know, the best he could do. And uh, here's this play. Sorry, I'm watching. And then Shattenkirk throws it in front. Oh, God. Anyway, we'll talk about this play now. So after the first period, it's still one nothing Blues. I think those... Pretty well played. I mean, Canadians had some chances. Jake Allen's up to task. Yep. I still felt pretty good
1: about, I mean, okay, maybe they're to The way we played against Boston, I thought that this was a much better period. Yeah. Now, obviously, we put one in the net, so it's an extremely better period. Yeah. But I just thought the whole um, vibe of the Blues was much more positive, much more engaged as opposed to the Boston game where they just didn't feel like they were ever really there.
0: Yeah. So – Second period in the play I just kind of watched. We're going to talk about the 450 mark Dale Weiss scores unassisted. So once again, a Blues defenseman, you know, not playing well. Uh, Shattenkirk is behind the net with the puck and Ray to set up for an outlet play. Goes to his left, outside, throws the puck. Dale Weiss gets the puck out of the air, knocks it out of air, onto the ground. He's settling the puck. As Shattenkirk comes out to, I guess, play the man, knocks into Jake Allen. Basically knocking him out of the way, and Dale Weiss has a wide open net. Um, also, this play actually wound up on the chive. <laughs> I saw, I it saw today. that. Did you see that today, and it says Kevin Shattenkirk Kevin forgets how to hockey. <laughs> this is the title? So he makes two plays right there that basically cost the Blues a goal. Uh, once again, a Blues defenseman, you know, causing an, an error to like, leads straight to a goal.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to get down on this D-line a bunch because they're so damn good. Um, but it sure seems like we give up uh, a disproportionate amount of goals that are strictly from turnovers in our own zone. It just, every time, it seemed, not every time, but quite a bit this week, it seemed like our D-men were directly the cause of Multiple goals.
0: So it was a um, – so there's that one nothing. So coming up at the 732 mark, Max pac he gets his ninth year on a breakaway from uh, P.A. Parento and P.K. Subban. So basically his play is uh, uh, – Parento is about his blue line. Shoots – tries to shoot uh, a pass up to put pac on breakaway. Yep. Jay Beomister decides to get fancy and knock it out. Try to knock it out of the air, which and is does not work. If you played the man, if you backed up, and just played the man instead of trying for the puck, and he's trying for a quick like breakout because sure. that happened, and it would have been a good break for the Blues. Um, actually, gets a breakaway, goes five-hole, on Jake Allen, and the Blues are down two to one, and pretty much Montreal had all the momentum after this,
1: um, and that's I, where the wheels fell off.
0: And I think though this the Blues in the third period decide to. Come out and actually has a lot of really good plays. And Carey Price was up to the task. There's Did what a, Carey Price does. a play that uh, I was I, I have written down here is Jaden Schwartz has the puck in the their zone is circling in the top of the blue line, throws the puck across to Tarasenko, and who makes a cross ice pass to Laterra, who oh, is yeah, right just there. Misses. Beautiful play. And then Price read it and yep, was just right got a skate on it. Just barely got it, and, made and that, an awesome pass, save.
1: that pass, that pass from Tarasenko. Dude, defensemen. the pass from Tarasenko well, to Laterra was literally—it's—it's it's not even like at any time Tarasenko took possession of that puck. Like as quick as he took that pass from Schwartz, it was off his stick and onto Laterra. It was right. almost like a deflection pass. Yeah, it was and perfect. it was just bang
0: bang. Yeah, it was that quick. And then Carey Price had—I think the Blues had a lot more threatening shots. Yeah, uh, during this game. Um, unfortunately, they, their defense just wasn't where it usually is the last no, two games. This was
1: not a good week for the D. And
0: it was just really kind of all over the, the place. You know, so it was just like really awkward to watch them play. So, uh, let's go to the third period and, uh, sort of similar play, a play off the boards. Mac Peck's ready, comes in on a, at least partial breakaway. Yeah. Glove side on, uh, Jake Allen for his second of the game, his 10th of the year. From, uh, David, Dayarn has Deyarnay? And then, uh, Mike Weaver. Yeah. O- old, uh, Blues player. So the six minute marks, three to one. And that's kind of where I was like, yep, it's not, cause I even called it. I, on Twitter, I was like, I'm going to try this. I was like, I think the Blues are going to tie it and win it and shoot out. And I said, David Back's going to get a goal and then going to win it and shoot out. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll throw that out there. No, no. I was, I was 100% wrong. You so, were
1: incorrect, so, incorrect sir. Yeah.
0: So Lars Eller uh, comes a, uh, hey back. Lars Eller, it's all haunts his old team at the twelve oh three mark, gets a sh- uh, the pass in the slot from Brandon Prust and buries it past Jake Allen, and uh, loses it down, and it's a six of the year from Brandon Prust and Yuri uh, Sekek. Sekic, S E K A C. Sure, yeah, I'm not good with that one. So, Frenchies, yeah. So the stars of the game, uh, Pacioretty number one, Price number two, Sergei Gonchar number three. Uh Jake Allen had thirty saves on or excuse me, twenty six shots on thirty uh twenty six saves on thirty shots. There we go. There you go. And then Carey Price, thirty one saves and thirty two shots. Carey Price I thought was the story of this one. Oh sure. I thought he would have played very well. The Blues uh power the play third for sure. The, yeah, the third where the Blues made that big push, he pushed back and then didn't let him in and then that's what kind of caused yeah. uh, the blues to slip up there. Uh a little concerning with the defense on the lot this game. And Actually, the last two games, there was a lot of odd breaks and chances. It reminds me of the Vancouver game that we lost. I was
1: just going to reference that game. Where
0: just like they had a ton of breaks. But I mean, don't be me wrong. The Canadians are a very fast team. I was super right. impressed. They were They had a very good formula mm-hmm. for with the Blues' D. They put a lot of pressure on them, a lot of uh, speed on the forecheck, and the Blues did not handle it well No, for the first two periods. And when they finally started getting a decent breakout – um, it was almost too late Yeah, to figure it out. They, by the time they figured it out, it was already out of hand, and the Blues lose 4-1. to uh, Go on a little losing streak here. You're a little uh, concerned that maybe, uh, you know, what are we going to do here? Like, are they going to be able to come back? You know, we got two more games on this road trip, back-to-backs, uh, against two surprising teams so far. Very surprising. So the last, and day games, too. Yeah, 2 o'clock today. On the twenty second, so we'll review this game, and then I'll let you know what's coming up this week. So the Blues go to Ottawa. Brian Elliott is back in net again. So the Blues still doing this about fifty-fifty split lately. Yeah, it's working. So sure. I, I'm kind of. I think Hitchcock's almost kind of waiting for somebody to, yeah. grab the reins here, and you know, hopefully somebody you know runs with it for maybe a little bit, but you still get that split—a one A and you know one and one B, one A 1A, one B, whatever yeah. you want to call it. The Blues start off pretty well. Their first shot of the game, uh, Maxime Lapierre, this first of the uh, year from Alex Petrangelo and uh, Steve Ott. So basically – the pirate gets a point. I know. His third assist of the uh, season. So basically the plays in the on the right-hand boards. Uh, Eric Greiba has the puck along the boards. Mm-hmm. And just kind of in his feet, and he's getting ready to play it. And Ott does what he does. Instead of going for the puck, he plays the man, which worked out this time. Yep. Hits the man. The puck kind of bounces free. Lop here comes flying in. Walks Cody Cece. Oh, dude. Uh, goes between the legs on Cody Cece. And it was awesome to see. And goes between the legs of uh, Robin Linear. And the Blues lead 1-0 on their first shot of the game at the uh, 416 mark, as I said. So I was, I was. this is what I saw. And I'm like, awesome. This is where I got up and walked away. I had to do mm-hmm. birthday stuff. And then uh, I hear, I'll hear hear everybody in the other room go, oh. And, unfortunately, that's when the uh, Ottawa Senators tied it up. At the 16:23 mark, the power play goal by Mika Jabinidad uh, right in the slot off a pass from Bobby Ryan. You know
1: what he doesn't know how to do?
0: Hustle. Spell hustle. Yeah, that's correct. Bobby Ryan and actually Mark Stone with the assist on that power play goal. 30 seconds later, the Blues tie it up. By who? Um, Vladimir Tarasenko. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's correct. He is. <laughs> oh, good. It it's his 12th of the year on a pass from Yuri Leterra and Jaden Schwartz. Uh, puck is in a corner. Uh, a pass goes from Yuri Leterra to uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Has it right in front puts a shot in pretty much the only spot he could on, oh. a, on Robin Lanier, who's a pretty big yeah. guy, goes top corner. Like, he gets by his mask. He shoots it literally. By his, through his face. Yeah, it's about like, two or three inches from his, like, face as yep. he goes by him and goes into the top corner. And the Blues pull back at 2-1, to one, the 1653 mark.
1: And you could tell that he had, he didn't even know that shot was there because he didn't react yeah. until he heard it hit behind him. Yeah, because, I
0: mean, he was just looking around like,
1: Where he didn't know when by it, yeah. yeah.
0: So And Tarasenko, pumped as usual. So the STL line, still putting up points. I mean, it's it's great. I'm, I would like to see uh, – it's like good to see the fourth line scoring on this one. Yep. And I think they had a, their best game in a while. Oh, sure. I think – I saw them every time when I was actually getting to watch the game, they were on the ice a lot more yes. than usual. Uh, we'll talk about the trend during this game that I really didn't like, but uh, let's get through all scoring first. Okay. So 2-1 Blue is going to the second period. Alexander Steen gets his fourth of the year from Jay Bomeister and Alex Petrangelo. So it's basically a deflection off a uh, Bowmeister shot. So the Blues go up 3-1. to one. The
1: highlight you heard to open
0: the show? Yep. So I'm really, like, I thought the, every time I was kind of watching, the Blues let to be in pretty good shape. Like Yeah. And when they had rushes, they were controlled. Elliot, you know, was
1: doing his thing and making the saves he's supposed to the only thing and it's funny because we all called i think you were in doing some sort of princess game at the time as i do um but ottawa goes on the power play and they're cycling and cycling and cycling and mike who's our goalie in uh in hockey no sooner does he say man just don't let carlson shoot that the puck goes to the point and carlson rips one and it, it's seen i man yeah, it goes, it goes like everybody. five
0: dudes yeah, the power play goal at the fifteen twenty one mark at the second period, Eric Carlson, this fifth of the year from Kyle Turris. So a couple power play goals, lose penalty kill. Hasn't been the best. Nope. Been, it seems to be up and down. Like They go through a couple of games where it's not good. They get some practice and time. They, they shut they it, tight, down. They it down for a little bit, and then they go back to being the way they were. So the third period from what I saw and just reading from different comments online and talking to you and talking to everybody, Mike, and everybody, it sounds like the Blues pretty much had a quote-unquote perfect third period. Yeah. Basically shut them down. There was a couple times where it was a little hairy, but overall the Blues kept them to the outside. Yeah. Uh, the thing I got to see is the last four minutes of the game where the Blues would not even had so much pressure and they kept stealing the puck and getting it down into the Yeah, and they, 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 pull not, they didn't get a chance to pull the goalie at all. Nope. Uh, Steve Pirate. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve Pirate. Pir- Pir- Thank you. Steve Ott. Uh, as our friend Tyler pointed out, it's like, Steve, <laughs> you're 20 feet away from the net. Please just hit it. Don't pull a Brad boys. Yeah,
1: but you know, as I replied back to him, was like, as opposed to the Oshi breakaway, yeah. where he lifted it high over the net. Yeah, like, I and, didn't see that part of it, Oh, no. dude. He had the goalie beat today on a yeah. full breakaway. Yeah. No one but him. Deeks him out to the backhand, lifts it right over the net.
0: Ugh. So, I mean, yeah, I get it. So that, that was a little, and unfortunately the puck rattled on the boards. And they got a break,
1: and that was what Tyler's response was. He goes, "True, but Oshie's oh, missed breakaway didn't lead to a rush the other way."
0: Yeah, so the rush came the other way with like a couple of seconds left, and yeah. the shot came on, and Elliot made it a little trickier. I mean, it was up high. I mean, he I, had it, but he had it. Boy, there's he times made, he, he fought it off. He may. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a tough one. There's
1: times you watched him, and you're just like, "Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? Do yeah. you have it?" Yeah. So he fought it off, but he got saved. It's you all know what matters. He says when you ask, "Do you have it?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah."
0: We'll talk about that in a second too. So anyway, Blues wind up winning 3-2. to Good win. Get back on the winning side. You go to Winnipeg tomorrow, who's been a surprising team in a yeah. uh, divisional game. Uh, hopefully you can, uh.
1: First look at them. Yeah. This surprising year, team. The surprising
0: team. So maybe you can see how they're looking and if it's kind of a. We always had difficulty with them last year. We'd always wind up pulling it out. I agree. Phrasing. But we would always wind up, like, it'd be a tough game up until that point. Yep. You know, we sometimes, I think last year, I remember us losing a shootout one time. Well, us barely like getting a goal late one time, yep. and it
1: was it it's, was always a
0: tough game with them. There,
1: there was no safe lead in those games.
0: Yeah, it was, always seems like we that was a team we struggled like them and Dallas last year. were The two teams mm-hmm. like every time we played for some reason like we just like didn't couldn't look do good. it. And they were teams that struggled. They were just like yeah. so it seems like we were playing down in the competition. But uh, yeah, so I was a little little concerned about that. So maybe you know we'll start off with you know a better game this year. So rewind the back the three stars from the Ottawa game, Tarasenko uh Mika and Alexander Steen. So blues uh, one and two a, on the track. One and two so far. Wrap it up in uh Ottawa excuse me, wrap it up in Winnipeg, and then they come home for two where they revisit the Senators on Tuesday and then a little time off for the holiday and then Friday they get back and they play the really awful Edmonton Oilers. And then they go back on a back to back, play in uh, Minnesota Saturday night.
1: That'll be a big game.
0: So uh, to a couple I think the Oilers game should this, be a W. Should be, but they're they're you a fast team. Know. You never know. And then uh, they've lost five in a row. They've done it twice already this year. They have lost five in a row. It's not looking. I just don't know, man. The talents there is just they They never can get that goal like a goaltender. Like I really thought, the Scrivens. Yeah, I Would be okay. Like I think it'd be like a good one A one B type thing.
1: What was it last year when Scriven stopped fifty? Yeah, fifty five or something. Or something like that. Like that. It was something ridiculous. And I think he's a good goalie. I think they're they, just, they don't have like that team snake bit man. I don't, I don't know, know it if is. it's the it's curse of Gretzky. It's, it's all the
0: cups, man. It's just like all it's like they're
1: the Boston Red Sox of of hockey. Like mm. they have the greatest player. Got rid of them and just have been snake bit. I mean, they had the one year where they had Pronger coming out of the strike where they went to the finals. Yeah, but yeah. outside of that, man, and that in, in that recent thing. history, like how last many number one overall one. picks do they have, and they can't even make it to the playoffs?
0: So, a couple of things that have happened since the last time we talked. Uh, Laterra was named a number one star last yep. week uh, for his big week four goal, four goals, six assists, or something. Four goals, the hat assist. trick. The hat trick. Uh, the All-Star voting came out this week, so go out I there and vote for any of your uh, Blues players. I got a feeling we should have a couple in there. What's your over under? What's your line? I say 4. I said 2. I'm just always I always just think we like we lose out the guys who traditionally have like Tarasenko's good
1: names. going. You know Terasenko's going.
0: Tarasenko's going and you possibly got Laterra. That whole line has a chance. And I would say Petro depending on popularity. Shattenkirk before Petrangelo right now. You think so? I'm saying if they go to the point where they start picking guys to go in, like you know, they, even though
1: you know that like it's always name over over skill, yeah. But it's I a mean, popularity contest. Let's see if Petrangelo
0: doesn't get in like the starting five when they start assigning, sign, you know, they like you get the starting five are like automatically right. in, and then the NHL picks the rest to go in. I think if Petrangelo doesn't get in, the you know, the starting five, whatever, what I think Shattenkirk over Petrangelo due to him had leading uh, having like really high, he's really has a lot of assists right now. I
1: agree. I think the guys, theoretically, in a perfect world, I would say the following guys have legitimate chances Tarasenko, Laterra, Schwartz, Petro, Shattenkirk. Um, and one of the goalies, actually, honestly, they're leading the way. Yeah, play. I mean, one of them. They just don't I, have a
0: ton of games. That's the I, thing. I, I mean,
1: but with. I thought, who are they going to, like, Quicks going from the West? Um, who else in the West? I'm drawing blanks on goalies now. Uh, Crawford's going. Yeah, so I mean, Lundquist and all, that's East, but I mean, oh, Lundquist will be East. Miller, yeah,
0: you could say he's having a good statistical yeah. year. You
1: yeah, so. know, and that—that's the thing that—that that it sucks for me is because you're right statistically. Either one of our guys should make it, yeah. but you know, Quick's going. You know, Crawford's going, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Ryan Miller go.
0: Yeah, so who knows? But I—I th- I say two. I always shoot low, and then if we get more, great. I—I yeah. I would say it's like going to be. I'll predict Tarasenko Shattenkirk.
1: (coughs) I would say Tarasenko's a lock. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I think that there's four to five other guys who legitimately you could make a case for.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's a good chance that some of those guys get in. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll bring up is that the winner for the uh, pick Jake Allen mask design was done. Not the one I liked, but... Which one did you like? I liked the first one with the snake head on each side. I hated that one. Really? I like that the one. The one
1: that I liked was the one that had the fleur-de-lis front and center.
0: Yeah, that one was the third one. That one. The two we liked did not win. The, yeah. the one that I um, ahead. Like, it was that he was actually, like, snake. Like, the yeah. eye on each side and stuff. So, anyway, those are all your blues news for the week. Um, let's go into NHL talk, and then we'll wrap it up and have kind a shorter one for yeah. this week. Three games. So... A couple of NHL notes from this week that I'll bring up. Uh, the first one is the "quote unquote" controversy come out of Toronto, which is weird. Uh, the whole saluting with the stick, as you know, players after the game they raise their stick, tap the ice, raise their stick, thanks the fans for their support after a win. yep um, sometimes I, even after a loss. But uh, yeah, but rarely. I rarely. think maybe, I don't know if Canadian teams do it after all, or all of them, or what. So anyway, uh, Toronto finally snapped like a couple game losing streak uh, at home. And After the game, they just got at center ice and just skated around. And and I noticed that Bernier raised his stick, and a couple of the players, not all the players did it, mm-hmm. went to the they skate off the ice and just rained down a booze. Toronto media just started to eat these guys alive. Like, why don't you do this? Why are you not raising your stick? Why are you not getting your support, supporting the fans? Phaneuf, uh, I saw this transcribed. I didn't actually see the video of this. So basically, this is the transcribed what happened mm-hmm. afterwards. Uh, Toronto reporter. It's like, what does this do to make your team get better? Or at first he's like, why didn't you, I skipped ahead there. Why did you not raise your sticks, salute the fans? We're trying something different to help better our team. Why does this help make you better? Your team? Dion enough? Next question. No answer the question. I don't understand how this makes your team any better. Next question, please. No, 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 Dion. I do not understand why don't you why do you not support why are you not supporting the fans after they support you through good and bad? Toronto PR steps in. Dion Phaneuf. Next question, please.
1: Is it at this point a pretty much foregone conclusion that Dion Phaneuf might be the worst captain in the NHL?
0: Uh, a lot of fans feel that way. At least, I mean, I've, I mean, I don't, honestly, as, I don't pay enough attention look, up to that kind of stuff. And
1: the, the truth of the matter is. Being the captain of the team really means nothing on the ice. What it means is that dude's going to be your mouthpiece for the team. Yeah. You know, he's going to be the guy that more times than not is going to get the questions. And was it last year that he basically hid? And, like, basically, like... Something happened with the team. I forgot one of the younger guys made a mistake. Or something bad happened. Like, he basically just hid and wouldn't take questions.
0: Yeah, or he just refused to answer or whatever happened. Because Toronto media is... It's the New York of Canada, correct? And also, like for Cardinals fans, I mean, it's kind of like how imagine how much Cardinals coverage there is in St. Louis for Cardinals. That's how it is in Toronto with the Maple Leafs, times Absolutely. two, probably. Yes, because that's their main thing up there. Like,
1: yeah, it's they, the home of hockey.
0: It's re- I think it's overblown. Honestly, like I don't understand why they don't do it. I think it's stupid. Why they would say it helps the team? I don't like that reasoning. Well, but and
1: that's what I mean. Like to say, hey,
0: we're changing something up to try to see if we can snap out of our funk because we're not playing that well. Yeah. and it's stupid that you mean, that honestly, excuse, but
1: whatever man there's there's no right answer when you're asked that question there's really not yeah but for enough just to, to give that dumb of an answer and then not followed up because he knew it was a dumb answer as soon as he said it mm-hmm. you got to think at some point management is going to step in and be like we need to not make you available for press anymore because it seems like or let that Shanahan be the face of it or something. Something because like it certainly seems like at least once or twice a year he steps squarely on his junk mm-hmm. in front of the in front of the press, and in, for a team like the Maple Leafs and a city like Toronto, it's going to get amplified. I mean, he is to Toronto media what A Rod is to New York media. Yeah. When things are going great, story. Yeah. yeah. When things are going great, you're the toast of the town. But when things are going bad, people are coming after you. Yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, I think it's dumb. Like, it, yeah. does it? It takes all of five seconds for you as a team to go to the center ice, tap your sticks, lift them in the air.
0: And uh, Joffrey Luper did not help the situation where he's like, "Yeah, I see. guys do it. And it comes off as really fake to me." So I was like, that's the only comment I've seen from him. I didn't see the whole deal, but yeah. that's like, obviously the media is going to pick out the one
1: juicy comment and that's the one's going to go on Twitter. So here's my question to you. At this point, does it seem even more fake if they start doing it again? Yes. Now you, now it's like, you, you can't can, do it. You can't do it You're now. Because it's like, you do do it. It's going to be like, you either oh, to the you the pressure
0: you were or it's going to come off as like, well, it's fake. I guess we'll do it.
1: Or our, our management's making us do it. Kind of like when you were a kid. And you knew that you weren't wrong, but someone made you apologize you and mm-hmm. be like, "I'm sorry that I punched you. I shouldn't have done it." Yeah. That's what it's going to be like if the Toronto Maple Leafs start doing this again. Yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah. So we'll see how, the, what's, how that what's the develops. It's a time. mess.
1: And, and the truth of the matter is, NHL is better served when both the Toronto Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens are doing well. Yeah. It just is, and. Toronto just finds ways from a PR standpoint to just crap on themselves yeah. all the time.
0: So let's go with a like I, have a, I call it a shocking story it broke on ESPN this week. Uh, Jack Johnson's broke, straight up broke. That is uh, so today uh, during this week, Jack Johnson was in a court in Columbus to file for uh,
1: Chapter, Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. If you he have fifteen claimed- million dollars laying around and would like to help Jack Johnson pay some bills.
0: I read that whole story and it was like so engrossing, man. It is the definition of like the opposite thing you should do once you get money. Yeah. It's so – so.
1: Well, you want to trust your family.
0: Correct. Well, I mean, I mean I'm mean, not saying like it was in like a family, just like the whole situation in general. Like normally you think it's like the agents or something like that gets you yeah. So basically the story is Jack Johnson has, to him, less than $50,000 worth of assets and he owes over $15 million. And he's
1: earned over $18 million in his career.
0: So the thing that happened is basically his parents, as soon as he started signing co- like basically NHL contracts, were going to, from what I've seen, sh- kind of some shady people, and taking out high dollar loans, ag- Loan ag- against his of yeah. uh, future earnings, where they're paying fifteen percent on one, twenty four percent on another one, mm-hmm. uh, and they're and they just kept taking out all these loans and buying houses in Malibu, buying houses back in their home in, in uh, for, Michigan.
1: From what I heard, the big one was. Uh, they bought a beach house in Malibu. In no, just south and like Newport. Area.
0: Yeah, like in that area.
1: Um, and rehabbed it.
0: They spent like millions million dollars and, rehabbing and it took
1: out that. eighteen hard money loans, which is essentially loan sharks. Where you're you're getting the loan, but you're getting small amounts of money at ridiculously large interest rates, like you said, of 10, 12. Fifteen percent interest, yeah. and that the one which is, the
0: big one is twenty four. Yeah, and that's to some like soft, like little, like not little, but a software developer, mm-hmm. where he loaned like four million dollars to him at twenty four percent, which is ridiculous. Which is, I mean, I one of my loans is a little higher interest, and I and I'm like Jesus, I need to get this down, and that's not even close to that, and I'm like. I can only imagine paying twenty four percent.
1: I remember when I got my first mortgage, it was at like seven point no no like six six and three quarters, and I was like, Jesus. oh my god, what am I going to do? And Four times that is that's insane. six and three quarters. That is a quarter yeah, no. of the interest rate of one of those loans.
0: So basically, his parents very pretty much, and every time these people are coming to him and saying, he pretty much was getting sued like within months after these loans came out. Mm-hmm. You know, because they wouldn't. They're quick.
1: Parent, they're quick loans.
0: Yeah. So basically, the he was just getting sued for money on top of money. And then he was settling and his checks are getting garnished to the point where he has the best and for him. I'm saying for like me and you probably enough to survive. But for, I guess a guy with who yeah. lives that kind of lifestyle enough to, he was kind of hurting dude.
1: When you could mind say, you, he
0: pulled up to the bankruptcy thing in a Ferrari, it, right? But people like after reading the article, they were saying that he's a very, actually a really frugal guy. Like that's really one of the few things he bought was like yeah. this Ferrari.
1: And you know what? It's not the dude's fault.
0: It's not. It's a crazy. He, he should
1: be able to have that Ferrari because he bought that. And it's his parents who his did all parents. It. And they're like
0: all the money. And he's now moved on and does not talk to anybody in his family. Yeah. Fired his agent, which yeah. I it, the agent is Pat Brison Brison B R I S S O N, who is so. a very well like known agent, sure. and he like still talks to Jack on like a regular basis because it, it's more just to get away from everything that happened. I think. oh sure. At some point, so he's hired more people that are just like going to help him. Get yeah. Out, yeah, this and Jack Johnson's a pretty good player and apparently all this was happening behind the scenes and I've seen a couple reporters question maybe this is the reason Jack Johnson didn't get, make the Olympic team I'm sure that this was like known his like head. and known in the NHL circles like well like maybe a, among executives because obviously this has happened in LA and then mm-hmm. like he's in Columbus so who knows like well wasn't one of the LA guys wasn't he on the selection committee possibly yeah he was the one of the guys uh, i can't think of the, the gm's name oh it's gonna kill me now the gm of the la kings i, I know. Know jeff jeff ponder where's my phone name, Sage he's text screaming him. right now you're screaming at me so um anyway he, but, he was on the selection committee and he's the, and i bet you like he had an idea an idea but i'm sure maybe from somebody you heard about what was going on yeah and
1: Dude, maybe that's one of the reasons he didn't you didn't want to come out yeah it's got away
0: on you um you know, so maybe he needs. So basically, oh, I saw a lot of uh, Columbus fans get behind him, and you know, tweet out things.
1: Here's what's going to happen: is some local business in Columbus is going to go, "Hey, Jack Johnson, how would you like to be our spokesman for?" And he's going to start getting some local endorsement deals, which probably is he's not going to find a Gatorade or something like that that's going to help. Yeah, him, a ton, but no, but some little gonna bit. Get, you're going to start seeing him showing up to sign autographs, where you know he's not going to charge, but maybe like the talent fee for him to come out is going to be X amount, or something like that. Like
0: yeah, that's stuff that'll go
1: to yeah, man, paying the bill. There's going whatever. to be ways for him to get that money back aside from hockey money. Yeah, so um,
0: so he was about $18 it's just million dollars. So
1: it, it, it's not an isolated case. Like you look at, you want to go closer to home, Ryan Howard. Oh man! Um, who's a local St. Louis kid? Plays for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, dude. He signed a ridiculously large deal right before Pujols did. Uh, that at the time I think was the largest, largest for a yeah. first baseman. And he he's not as bad as Jack Johnson, but like his family spent up all his money too. Yeah.
0: So it's interesting to see. So a cautionary tale. Yeah, man. To say the least. So those are kind of some of the big headlines coming out this week. Uh, Chris and I want to talk. I'll do a really quick uh, Jersey watch. That we uh, us we saw this week. Yep. So the Chicago Blackhawks unveiled. This is my a while ago. They were a couple weeks ago. Yeah, unveiled their third jersey for the uh, Winter, classic. Winter Classic. I love it. Yeah. So I, I thought I'm okay. I'm like
1: okay. I know that everybody listening to the podcast just kind of hissed a little bit because we're yeah. talking about the Blackhawks in a positive way, but dude, like it's it's a classic jersey. It's identity. it's totally retro. It goes back to the Bobby Hull days of the Blackhawks. Um, it's just it's a good-looking shirt, man. If I didn't already own two Blackhawk jerseys, because I own damn near the entire league, yeah. I would get one. I just can't I can't make myself spend that money on another Black piece Hawk of Chicago one. anything.
0: So we've talked about how the retro, of the Penguins third jersey. You know, Which before. is awesome. We've talked about the, how that's awesome. Uh, the one I saw that I came across today. Which is killer. Was just the Vancouver Canucks, I guess, third jersey yep. that they're using this season. Where uh, Johnny Canuck, is on the front of it. So awesome, taking a slap shot is awesome. I'll, I think
1: I tweeted this out already, but I'll if I I'll find it. It's yeah. on the ice uh, aesthetics. Yep, uh, it's color Green, and it looks like just like a lumberjack just yeah. winding up and taking a slap. It looks awesome. It I, is I, killer. I, I you know I hate to
0: say, but I really want. That I want jersey. one too. I really want. And that I'll be
1: honest, I haven't bought a Canucks jersey just because I don't want. I hate the free Willy jerseys. Yeah. I just can't buy a jersey with a killer whale on it because it reminds me of Free Willy. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, this one's sharp looking.
0: Yeah, so I, re- I saw it today and I was I tweeted it to you right away. Yeah, it's good looking shirt. Yeah, so ch- I'll try to make sure I put that on the if I if I saw so retweeted out with your name on it. So yeah. check that out. If not, I, I'll, maybe I'll retweet it just to make yeah. sure. So let's or we t- can
1: post it to the website either way.
0: Yeah, I'll try to see what uh, I can do since we're yeah. busy. That's why we're recording tonight. True. Cause we and Chris will We're be going present, to
1: WrestleMania well, actually, survivor, survivor, series. survivor
0: series tomorrow night. So me and Chris will be doing our wrestling thing tomorrow night.
1: One which, last piece of business, I guess, for the website is uh, it's been six days. Boy, do you guys like Melissa? Yeah. So our girl, Melissa, Nicole, um, she's a hit her,
0: from her. I'm sure I'm, I am. I have not personally spoken to her but except for like over the, uh, or texting, she is extremely grateful for all of the support yeah so
1: I, I we talk every day and that girl is over the moon on how cool you guys have been to her and, and welcoming and in six days she has annihilated. Our, our, the, uh, our, follow- our <laughs> following, like we're at like two 230, something, two thirty, two forty, and I think as of the time we uh, 350? started, oh no, she's past four hundred, is she now? Yeah, she's oh. like in the in four hundred teens,
0: geez, so, um, so Melissa as our uh, blues podcast, hockey
1: podcast girl, yeah. um, she is easy on the eyes, Jess. she uh, took a couple today. Yeah. I believe she's doing a photo shoot today, so we have a good one. I'm just waiting to find out for sure if we can post it. If and- not,
0: well, it will come to you the following episode. So yeah. let them. Uh, we'll talk to her about it. So she's extremely
1: grateful. So hit I'll, her up. Follow her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All the links for her are on the website. Yep. So I will read you all that stuff as we wind down
0: the show here. So kind of a shorter one this week since we've been going about an hour on everyone, but but a little shorter this time. So let's wrap it up. So. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us on our Twitter, at BluesHockeyNHL. Also on my personal Twitter, at JPMBluesFan21. And my personal Twitter is
1: at Hossapalooza.
0: So I appreciate everybody hitting us up. Eventually we're going to do a, uh, a question and answer segment. <laughs> Once I uh, get to, I want to get a couple of good questions out there. Not just a standard like, oh, hey. you know, Do
1: you like... Apples.
0: Yes. So I'm just looking some stuff up. There is a picture of Melissa looking good in a blues jersey as she does. Mm-hmm. So Melissa's Facebook, if you go look up, I'm trying to make sure I knew it. It's Melissa, M E L I S A, capital B, capital S, capital T, capital L. So Melissa Nicole on Facebook. Also, if you want to look up her Instagram, it is STL Melissa Nicole. So the Melissa is a little different. M E L I S A. One
1: L, one S.
0: And the other one, if her Twitter at Melissa or STL Melissa Nicole.
1: Yep, at STL Melissa Nicole. So super like- awesome, super hot, and uh, yeah, man, yeah, you guys a- love her, and she loves you. And she said to say hey when we record this weekend, and she promises that if you guys keep being cool, she will keep a. Uh, Sending out the pictures to help yeah, I think motivate I, us through a hockey season. Yeah, I think we. I found an app
0: since she's in uh, another state than us. So I think I have a, something that might be able to record an interview with her. Oh, nice. In the next couple of weeks. So over the holidays, maybe I can get figure yeah. this out. And, and if
1: not, I know that she's going to be in town in January. So well, so
0: we'll probably meet up with her and maybe do a quick podcast interview with her around then, and you can hear from her for the first time.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, correct. Okay. For since that's been like the fourth time we've done it, so I'll let everybody in on that one. Uh, Chris and I are massive fans of the show The League. On FXX. On, so, uh, if you watch that show, uh, that was kind of a running gag. Not running gag, <laughs> but the last part of the...
1: The last s- episode. The
0: second to last episode, because the next episode was... Oh, that was a uh, two-parter. So, the two-parter. So, anyway, uh, that was from that, so that's why you hear it Russell, no!
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: so i love some cheese oh man such a good so uh if you go out to the website now if you you will see that the meet your host is all filled out hey, look very at that. nicely
1: we got pictures no, of contacts and contacts no pictures
0: of us I we don't even got pictures of us just pictures of melissa that's all you need to see so <laughs> melissa's got uh, For
1: pictures of us we're just going to put more pictures of melissa
0: yeah it's easier that way so and uh <laughs> in the next coming weeks over um next week i'm going to try to work on adding uh, gallery tab so cool. you have a gallery tab and we'll be I'll be putting pictures every picture I use I will put on the gallery tab there you go and then you'll be able to peruse those if you like sweet so anyway we'll wrap it up here is there's my princess princess hi. frozen hi babe love you so we'll wrap it up for this week a lot of different things going on uh, let's see that 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 so we're good I knocked all things one cool. last thing Brooke Royal. Check them out. Buy their stuff. Bleed Blue. 99 cents on iTunes and Amazon. What was that again? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: See you.